James Lauren with the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. There are a million churches out there, it seems, that are closing. Certainly the attendance has dwindled down, and not many people know how to fix the problem. Today we have an author with us. His name is Father Michael White, and he's the author of the book Rebuilt, Awakening the Faithful, Reaching the Lost, and Making Church Matter. And it's a story about stopping everything and changing focus. Many churches have to do that, and sometimes they either sink or they swim. We're going to figure out how a church can be rebuilt. Welcome to the program, and how are you tonight, Father Michael? I'm good. My name is Michael James, too. It's so funny. I don't know how I got that name. Um, <laughs> I, I, I come from a family that's Jewish, but no one in the family has James as a middle name, so somewhere down the road, God must have known. Well, Father White, I want to ask you about your book, which is everywhere, including Barnes & Noble. Uh, The name, again, is called Rebuilt. Uh, What happened was an interesting moment where you were putting on a function, as I understand, and it had to do with free food. And there's nothing worse than when people complain about free food. And that's what happened and set this uh, barnstorm off, if you will. And uh, tell us a little bit about this, because it really got you thinking about what are you doing in your church? Uh, we had a program that we offered uh, Fridays in Lent, and we called it Family Friendly Friday, but it really wasn't that friendly. It was a lot of work. We had all kinds of, uh, of things going on, Mass and Stations of the Cross, and a featured guest speaker and student programs and kids' programs and babysitting. And The centerpiece was this dinner, as, as you mentioned, uh, which we actually, at that point in time, were offering for free. The evening that we remember, in, particularly in the book, was the fifth and final week of the program, and by the time we would get to that point, we were just exhausted as a staff, just completely spent. As you mentioned, this, this lady approached me to complain. She was quickly joined by a chorus of like-minded people who all wanted to complain about the, the food, and finally stepped back and said, wait a minute, what are we doing? Why am I doing this? What are we trying to accomplish? Wow, that must have sparked up quite a, uh, a moment there for you. And so I have to ask, uh, have you forgiven her, Father White? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I've gotten so much good material out of her. How could I not? Yes, there are a lot of people who could relate to that. People in ministry, pastors, and they reach a breaking point. You did something about it, however, and you reevaluated. So let's get back to that. How do you become a healthy church? Because you set an example to many churches now. You've done it right, and you made a study out of this. You even did something very daring. You actually went outside the Catholic setting, and you began to look at evangelical churches for some of the answers. We did what was a difficult thing for us. We stepped out of the comfort zone of our Catholic setting, and we looked to them not for doctrine, uh, not for theology, but uh, for best practices when it comes to uh, growing a healthy church. Father White, this is a day and age where social media plays a big part and helping churches with marketing and things like that. And and unfortunately, people don't think it's spiritual to be able to use market research, but it's very important. Uh, I think that it's it was part of your success as well. One of the things that I know that you did is you focused on the kind of person that you were looking for as far as the lost person. What is this person that we can invite into the church and make feel more comfortable? And you call this name Tim. So we'd like you to talk a little bit about that and how people can just feel more welcome into the church. Many times it's, you know, it's frustrating for people because they're committees and they're people who slow things down, but it's really about the lost, isn't it? 
Because when you think about it, that's what Jesus did. He made people feel comfortable with him and uh, coming to God. It wasn't something that it was uh, pretentious or overtly religious. And so could you explain that? There is a parallel, I think, between your church and the way you do church in Disneyland. The parallel to Disneyland is, is appropriate, and our critics would use it too. Uh, but we uh, do want uh, our, our congregation to get up out of the pews and to start serving and to make it not all about them, but all about the people who are visitors and newcomers and unchurched people. And we take it a step further beyond you know, the entry and, 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 and greeting and hospitality to the message itself, which is what we call the weekend homily. Um, that is addressed first and foremost to Tim and to where he is at on uh, you know, the discipleship path, which is at a very early stage. Does that mean that we don't want our congregation to be growing as more mature disciples? No, not at all. In fact, we challenge them to do that in our small group program. Our congregants grow as, as disciples uh, and go deeper. But that weekend message is designed for that, that newcomer who is new to the discipleship path. It seems that churches have to reach rock bottom before they get to the point where they can be brutally honest with one another and be humble and sober about the situation because it's so easy to not do anything about this. And uh, in your book, obviously, there is a system to it. I want to ask you, how long would it take for a church who follows these principles in your book, Rebuilt, to all of a sudden get to be uh, getting it together, better communication, and, and become a healthier type of church? We've been at this 15 years, about 15 years, I guess. We say conveniently um, that it took us about five years to figure out we had a problem and to be honest about that problem. It took us another five years of study uh, and sort of wandering around from churches to develop a, a complete strategy. And it's taken us about another five years to implement that strategy, assuming that the principles that we set forth in, in Rebuild are helpful and transferable to your parish setting, which we believe they are in many cases. Even so, it's going to take you time, and you can't get discouraged about that. I've seen churches where all around them is pain and suffering because they'd rather fight and go down like a sinking ship rather than to gather together, get their resources together, and do something about it, which is why, of course, your book is very important here. Uh, as far as the discord goes, what's amazing to me is that while the breakdown of a church could happen outside in the community, people are dying and perishing in their sins, and people aren't even thinking about, it. why don't we just you know, go and break the mold? in the way that we've done things for such a long time, and let's reach the people for Jesus, and let's let the Holy Spirit and the Word of God do the work. It seems like your church has made it all about the lost, and how can people get back to that? One of the most important lessons that I, that I had to learn, and I'm grateful that I did, that unchurched person in my community, Tim, is not the enemy, and is not somebody that I should be angry with or annoyed by. He is... Uh, the person that the Lord is asking me, me to go after, the lost person, as Jesus calls him in the gospel. He's the person that Jesus had a heart for. If we do love him, he's never going to leave. 
Yes, many people do not want to address this issue. I mean, it's ugly, it can be ugly, and there's an ugly history of people not wanting to change. And it's surprising, too, when we've been given the gift of grace, and we're talking about the church here, but many times that what's you know what happens, the door is closed, and that's the end of that church. But uh, in some churches that fight so much, you know, good riddance. <laughs> but the fact is that we're, we're called to be peacemakers, and that is for sure. And uh, once again, joining us on the line is... Michael White, Father Michael White. He's the author of a book you could find at Amazon.com and uh, Barnes and Noble. It's called Rebuilt: Awakening the Faithful, Reaching the Lost, and Making Church Matter. It's a story about stopping everything and changing focus. There used to be a, um, a motivational speaker by the name of Les Brown, and he said, "You got to be hungry." <laughs> Do you think churches will get hungry for this? The timing is right. I think uh, a lot of people, a lot of parishes, have gotten to a place where they know something has to change. And uh, the closings and the consolidations that are happening in so many parts of the country are just aggravating the urgency of the of the problems that most nearly all churches are, are, are facing. And uh, the refreshing part is, I mean, that's all the bad news. The refreshing part is that uh, we've been able to be part of a, a larger conversation in which people can sort of say, I'm not alone. It's not just me. This is a problem that's much bigger than us, and it's it's not a problem that we've created. It's just a problem that that we're experiencing and and we're living through. And it can fall to us if we choose to address it and turn it around. Father Michael White, you have summed up the problem very well. There are churches out there that will no doubt benefit from the knowledge and the research, the time that it took to be able to get out of the trenches, and I pray that they will do so. And Michael White is the author of the book, Rebuilt. So would you do us a favor and pray for some of the churches out there that need help, desperate help? We just want to thank you for being on the program. What a blessing you've been, and shalom to you. Yeah, sure. I'm just pray that the Lord bless you and keep you and let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and raise you up to a, a place of significance in your community and bless you in every way.